Hey mamas, you're listening to the Balanced Working Mama podcast, the only podcast teaching you how to balance your work, motherhood, and wellness. I am Dr. Amber Thornton, clinical psychologist and mama wellness consultant. Each week we dive into tips and strategies and much more so that you too can become a balanced working mama. Let's dive in. Hey mamas, we're here for another episode of the Balanced Working Mama podcast. Hello, good morning. Well, it's morning for me. I don't know if it's morning for you where you're listening, Um, but either way, I'm happy to be here as always. So today's episode I'm excited about, but first let's check in a little bit. So what is going on? Um, It is Sunday. It is snowing where I'm at. My son is at grandma's, which he usually is on Sundays. My husband is chilling. So I'm here cooking up some stuff in the Balanced Working Mama lab. (laughs) Um, Today I've got some work to do, but I'm always happy to do it. But let's see what's going on. So for me, um, I'll some some updates. Uh, Registration for the Balanced Working Mama retreat is officially closed, you all. So I hope that you got in there. You registered before now because now it is closed and I am putting all the final touches on everything that we will do for this retreat. This retreat will be March 5th, 6th, and 7th. I am so excited about the sponsors, the contributors, the speakers, the mamas who are going to attend. Many of my mamas who are attending are also getting themselves a nice little hotel, like just really truly diving into this experience going away for the weekend and or like putting themselves in a room in their house telling their support people like yo take my kids don't bother me because this is important for them how often is it that we as moms really take the time for ourselves to go away to be intentional about our wellness to really focus on ourselves we don't do it enough and so this is one experience for them to do it and I'm I'm so happy and excited for it so again registration is officially closed I'm excited for the mamas who are going to join and participate to really get the balance and wellness that they've been needing for a very long time um also last week we officially wrapped up the third iteration of the empower wellness program so as you all know we started in july we had a july group october group and now we've just wrapped up our january group and man oh I already miss those mamas. Like they were phenomenal. And I'm so happy with how they're going to continue to progress. I'm so excited about the changes that they've made. Like powerful, powerful. So I had a great time in the January group and I'm I'm so excited to just continue to follow them and check in with them just to see how things begin to change. Because that's the one thing about Empower Wellness Program. It's like, you know, we do so much hard work in six weeks. It feels like a whirlwind. It's fast. Um, But you can already see how they change in such a short amount of time. But then what I'm starting to learn now that, you know, we're six plus months out from our very first July group, the mamas continue to evolve, y'all. Like this is something that it's like, it's planting a seed, you know, like we plant the seed, we till the ground in Power Wellness Program. And then months out, you can really still see like, damn they're out here working. Like just the other day, one of my mamas from July was accepted into a doctorate program that she initially would never have applied to. 
if it wasn't for her participating in Power Wellness Program. One, because she said this. I'm not just making this up. She told me. She was like, look, this would have never happened if it weren't for you in this program. And it's because in the program, we really challenged her ideas and mindset about what was possible for her as a mom, but then also in terms of pursuing her career. And that shifted for her. And she realized, I can't do this shit. And she applied and look, boom, now she's about to be a whole doctor. So I'm so happy for her. I got other mamas who are really out here killing it. One mama is has just enrolled herself in a coaching program so she, she can become a consultant in her field. I got another mama who has just been out here shining in her business, getting her sleep together, like something it took her a long time to do, but she's out here doing it. I have another mama who just told me that she's only got like three more classes to wrap up her bachelor's degree, something she's been putting off for so long, but now she knows she's worthy of it and that she can fight the guilt. So what I'm saying is that so much happens with the Empower Wellness Program, and I get to sit back and watch all the changes happening. It, It makes me feel so good. So I'm super excited to celebrate the January Mamas. We have wrapped up the program, but we're going to have a a graduation for them next week. And that is what's going on with Balanced Working Mama in terms of personally. um, I will be 31 weeks on Tuesday, so we're still trucking along in this pregnancy. Um, Also, I've talked about this on Instagram. I can't recall if I've talked about this on the podcast, but my family and I are relocating. Um, Well, not for real. We're moving into a new house. Um, We live in Maryland, but we're moving into DC, which is an exciting move. Just literally like 10 minutes down the road because we're right on the border. So um, I'm excited about the new home, all the new space, like just the the transition that'll come with that. Um, That's going to be happening soon. So lots of transitioning happening, but it, it feels good. So I cannot complain. Well, I hope that you all are doing well, and I want to get into today's episode. First, let me warn you, today's episode is a little different in that I tried something new. So typically, I just record the episode, and people can listen to it on the podcast, but this time I wanted to try um, also going live on Instagram for this episode. So you will hear that during this episode, I'm also on Instagram Live, and there are some mamas who are watching on Instagram, um, chiming in with the check-in, and we had a great time. So there might be opportunities for you, if you follow me on Instagram, to see me going live more, because I would love to do that more this year, Um, and there might be some overlap in terms of the podcast and the Instagram. So if you are watching on Instagram but can't catch it all, just know that you can always catch it on the podcast and vice versa. Either way, let's get into this episode. I hope that this helps you all to really check in on how balance is going for you and enjoy. Hey mama, Balance Working Mama is growing. I want to make sure that you stay connected and up to date with everything happening over here. So you don't miss any of the good stuff, head over to balanceworkingmama.com, sign up for the newsletter. You'll always be the first to learn of any new podcast episodes, events, programs, and you'll get a hello from me every now and then. So sign up today, mama, because I want to connect with you soon. So 
I am doing multiple things. We're recording a podcast episode, but also I figured why not do it live? Um, Because I love chatting with you all on Instagram, but then also I love the podcast. And so um, who have, you know, for people who wanted to catch up on the podcast, that's great. For you all here, catching you on Instagram, that's great too. Um, But again, anyone who doesn't know me, my name is Dr. Amber Thornton. I'm a a clinical psychologist, mental health wellness consultant, and my mission is to just change what motherhood can look and feel like for us. Um, so what I was saying is that I think many of us, especially millennial women, we were sold the um, struggle version of motherhood, and many of us are just trying to get out of that. Like we're really, we're really learning and embracing ideas and perspectives that um, can help make motherhood feel good, look good, be healthy. Um, That's what we do at Balanced Working Mama. One way we do that is through our Empower Wellness program. Actually, today we are wrapping up our January program. Um, The mama spent time with us for six weeks and today is their last day in the program. So I know today's going to be a special day. So I was like, let me put my face on, let me put my shirt on to like really celebrate these women today. Um, But for the purposes of what I want to talk about today, I really want to do a check-in with you all because one of the big things that I love to talk about is balance, right? And so what I believe to be true is that balance is possible. It's just that we have to rethink the ideas of what balance look like and feel like. And so if you like scroll through social media or get on Clubhouse or Google Balance for Mothers, there's a lot of people who have very strong opinions about it and they feel like balance doesn't exist for moms. <laughs> and that is really discouraging for me because I think it's not that balance doesn't exist. It's just that we haven't found a way to really truly incorporate balance into our lives. Um, I know for me, before I became a mom and before I even had the wording for all this stuff, like balance, I wasn't thinking about it like that. I just knew that I wanted to be a mom, but also I wanted to be dope in my career and I wanted to start a business and I wanted to stay healthy and I wanted to like prioritize myself. Like I knew that I I never wanted to be a mom who, um, sacrificed all of herself, her needs and all that. Like that just didn't fit for me. And so what that turned into is me really challenging myself (laughs) to achieve a type of balance that now I'm teaching other women. So um, what I wanted to do for the podcast today, though, is to walk us through a checkup. Like, let's really figure out how is balance going for us. And I was I wanted to do that because I realized that lately on the podcast, I haven't just um, been as vulnerable and transparent. I do on Instagram a lot, but on the podcast, I haven't. I was like, you know what? I think for myself, I could use a little checkup because I think that's part of the process too. Is like, I love helping other women with this, but I need to be making sure that I'm keeping my balance and wellness in check as well, because I can only help you all so much as I'm helping myself. So we're going to walk all this. We're going to walk through this all together today. Um, so we're going to do a balance checkup. And so hopefully you'll stick around to actually do this checkup. And if you can't stick around on Instagram, definitely check out the podcast episode. This episode will be episode 27, which will air next week. Um, but this is one way that you can really just check in and figure out, okay, how is balance going for me?
like really and truly right now. And you can do this at any time. You can do it weekly. You could do it monthly. Um, I encourage you to do it frequently, especially when you feel like things are shifting and changing because balance looks different um, depending on what's going on in our lives. So like for me, I'm going to use myself as an example this whole time today, but definitely be thinking about yourself. So like for me, um, there's a bunch of transition happening, <laughs> a bunch of transition. Like you all know, I'm almost 30 weeks pregnant. Here she is. <laughs> um, I We are also moving. We're going to be moving at the end of this month to D.C. We're in Maryland, literally like 10 minutes away, y'all. We're right on the border. So it's not a huge move, but it, it's a move. We're, we're getting a new house and that's going to be great. Um, but that's a transition. We, um, I'm, I'm ready to, or getting ready to wrap up a lot of my stuff in Balanced Working Mama to prepare for maternity leave. That's also a transition. Um, like I said, Empower Wellness Program's wrapping up today. We have the retreat coming early March. And then after that, I'm really going to be hibernating so that I can prepare for baby girl. So um, even that, just the idea of like having to pause the business a little bit, um, to have a baby and then thinking about ramping back up, like all of that is transition. And so I'm saying all this to say, when you are in transition, when things are happening, things are starting to look different, your balance also might shift a bit and that is okay. So let's do a checkup. For those of you all who are familiar with Balanced Working Mama, you already know that balanced, B-A-L-A-N-C-E-D, balanced, that word, um, stands for something. It stands for a framework for how we think about balance. Um, and if you want to go super deep into this, definitely go check out podcast season one, because the whole season one outlines every single bit of this acronym for us. So balanced stands for eight different things that you constantly need to be keeping in check for you to remain balanced in your motherhood. So what we're going to do, I'm going to walk us through all eight of those things, and I'm going to ask you to rate yourself on a scale from zero to 10, with zero being absolutely terrible, you're not doing good at all, like you're doing the worst, and 10 being you're doing the best, like the best you could be, it's all great, it's all good. Rate yourself in terms of that category. I'm going to do it too. I'm going to actually do it with you all, um, and then you all can really do a checkup for yourself. So let's start at the top. Let me get my notes out because <laughs> even though I do know um, this acronym by heart, I'm pregnant, y'all. So pregnancy brain really be out here trying to get me. Um, okay, let me, and I'm out of breath. <laughs> okay, let's start from the top. So again, we're doing a check-in. Let's see how balanced you are. Feel free to put stuff in the chat. Um, as you're walking along. And again, if you can't stick around for the live, um, check out this podcast episode next week. So the first one is B. B is for bold and firm boundaries. So again, I'm asking you, rate yourself on a scale from zero to 10, with zero being absolutely terrible and 10 being the absolute best. How are you doing in terms of setting up really bold and firm boundaries around yourself, around your needs, around your wellness, around anything that's going on for you? And I already see Gabriella saying that bold and firm boundaries was her main area this year. I remember we worked on that for you, uh, Gabriella, and I'm glad you're continuing it. That's dope. 
So for me, bold and firm boundaries, I would probably rate myself at a I would say a nine. I'm, I feel like I'm doing good with my boundaries, y'all. Like that's probably one of the areas that I truly show up and shine in. Like you can't get through my boundaries if I've set them. <laughs> and I'm I'm pretty vocal um, with family and friends about where the line is in terms of what I'm capable of and what I would like to do, what I don't want to do. Um, I'm, I feel like as we move further into all these transitions happening for me, um, I have to just continue to be really, really bold in my boundaries because I know that I'm going to need help. I know that my energy is going to be changing. There's just going to be a lot of change and transition. And so, um, my goal is to continue to show up as a nine in my bold and firm boundaries, um, but yeah, I think I'm I'm really shining when it comes to bold and firm boundaries. Like we out here with that. So I see some of you all saying that you are doing fairly well with your bold and firm boundaries. I see some sevens and some eights. And so that's awesome. Please keep up the boundaries. Um, I think one of the things that really gets us in terms of our boundaries is that we feel like, um, how do I say this? We feel guilt. We get worried about what people are going to say, what they're going to think in terms of our boundaries. But like you legit just have to set them because it's not about how people are going to feel about your boundaries. It's about how it makes you feel. And so if you can get out of the space of trying to like please everybody or not wanting to make everybody upset, it'll help you get better at staying really bold and firm with your boundaries. So um, I see Sarah saying she's almost towards a 10. Yes, girl, working on them boundaries. Yes. I love it. So bold and firm boundaries, that was our number one check-in. So we're going to move on. Number two, I want you to ask yourself, how are you doing with always prioritizing your wellness? Always prioritizing wellness. So on a scale of zero to 10, how would you rate yourself in terms of how you're doing with always putting your wellness first? Um, for mamas who have participated in our Empower Wellness Program, also for the mamas who are going to come to the retreat. Um, you all are and or will become familiar with our wellness assessment. And so our wellness assessment really taps into wellness. Like today we're talking about balance, but then there's also wellness. And there are nine critical areas of wellness for working mamas. Um, and uh, they're all important. And so overall, we think about wellness, but also um, if anybody wants to get super deep into what those wellness categories are, hit me up. We can talk about a wellness assessment. But wellness, I would say I am also pretty strong in that area, too. I would say with prioritizing my wellness, I'm probably out of nine. Um, and you guys know how I do like wellness is like the key. If my wellness is not in check, I can't do any of this stuff that I'm doing. And so some ways that I prioritize my wellness is like, I'm very strict and adamant about my physical activity. If I'm not moving at least five days out of the week, I don't like it. And so I'm very strict about that. I'm very firm about, I put bold and firm boundaries up around my time when I were in the workout so it actually happens. Um, I am constantly drinking my water. Typically, I drink about 100 ounces a day because <laughs> I know that I feel really dry and crusty when I don't. Um, 
there are other things that contribute to my wellness. Like sometimes I feel like, okay, I need to check in with friends a little bit more. And that's something that I do. Sometimes I feel like, oh, maybe I do need to kind of cut it back on my to-do list. And that's something that I do. Like I'm constantly thinking about, do I feel well? And if I don't, what do I have to do to make sure I feel well? So I see y'all are rating yourselves. Um, it looks like Jocelyn's at about a 6.5 in terms of wellness, working on staying more consistent when working out and eating more. Awesome. Um, awesome. Awesome. And Gabriella's at a five, but bonus points for registering for the retreat. Yes, absolutely. Because again, anybody who comes to the retreat, um, even just that weekend of like prioritizing yourself for a weekend, like I, you already see me, my hands, I'm getting passionate. Like whenever we do something like that, that is, that is, that's ugh. like, how often do mothers say, Hey, I'm going to take a weekend for myself. We don't do that often. That contributes to your wellness. One in that weekend, it contributes to your wellness. Like I feel like you're going to go into that week feeling so much better and so much more balanced and just good. But then also you're going to be more likely to do things like that for yourself because you did it this first time. So shout out to the mamas who are coming to the retreat. I see a few of you in here and I'm really excited and happy for you for just making that decision to like say, hey, I'm going to take this weekend for myself to focus on me, to have community with other women, to talk about balance and wellness so that I can show up better. Absolutely bonus points for you, Gabriella, for sure. So that was always prioritizing wellness. And again, I want you all to know, um, again, if you're <clears throat> going to attend the retreat, you, ha you have an opportunity, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> you have an opportunity to take the wellness assessment. So you'll have an idea that wellness does not only include our physical health, it includes so much more than that. It's your mental health, your emotional health, your social support, your um there's so much. So again, tap into Empower Wellness Program. Come to our retreat because you'll really learn what wellness truly is. Okay, let's move on. So the third one is living fully in all of your identities. So this one, again, I want you to rate yourself on a scale of zero to 10 with zero being absolutely terrible and 10 being amazing. How are you doing with living fully in all of your identities? So for me, I would say, again, this is an area where I, I feel really good at. I am one who tends to like easily float back and forth within all of my identities. And that is really important for me. Um, I actually started to learn this when I was on during my postpartum with my son. Um, I remember um, I was on maternity leave. I wasn't working. It was just me and him at home. And while I love him <laughs> and I miss him being so little and all that, I started to feel mm, incomplete. Like I didn't feel good just being at home um, doing newborn mom stuff. Like I felt like there was other parts of me that just kind of was like, okay, well, we're going to close for now. And I knew that they would reopen eventually, but I started to miss them. Like I I, I wanted to go back to work. Um, I wanted to be doing something creative. Like I wanted to be working out. And so I'm saying that to say that early on, I realized that I was not cut out <laughs> for only showing up in motherhood and that 
all these other parts of me um, were really important too. Like, yes, it's important for me to spend time with my kids. It's important for me to spend time with my family. I love my son. I'm so excited to meet my daughter in here. But it's also important for me to get to work. <laughs> like, it's important for me to show up with Balanced Working Mama. It's important for me to be creating new things for you all. It's important for me to be checking in with my friend groups. It's important for me to, like, show up in all the identities that feel good to me because all of them complete me. I can't just do one. So you all tell me, how do you feel you're doing with living fully in all of your identities? And so to me, what that means is like really showing up, embracing all of the parts of you, not just motherhood or not just your career, like really fully showing up and being there for all of it. Um, let's see. Yeah. Okay. Mom, block. Uh, <laughs> tripping over my word black moms club definitely dm me um because i'm always down to collab with stuff like this um and hello everybody else who has popped in again we're doing something a little bit different today where i'm recording my podcast episode but i also wanted to just chat with you all on ig live too and what we're doing is we're doing a checkup to see how is balance going for you as a mama um so we've already walked through three we're about to go into our fourth one so fourth one is assertiveness and seeking help in communicating your needs. So again, I want you to rate yourself on a scale of zero to 10 with zero being absolutely terrible, 10 being the best you've ever done. How is it going in terms of really asserting yourself and seeking help in communicating your needs? Um, I would say for this one, going pretty well. <laughs> um, this is also one that I have rarely, that's, that's, that's not true. That's not true. In the past, I had difficulty really communicating my needs. Um, it was hard for me to be assertive. I think people um, used to perceive me as someone who didn't need a lot of help, um, who kind of just always had it. Um, and I was afraid to ask for help because I was afraid of like, how vulnerable that felt, right? And so I think as I became an adult, as I became a mother, I realized I got I need help because I can't do all this and I don't want to do all of it. <laughs> so I would say there are certain people in areas of my life now where I really am good at asking for help. Like for instance, if you ask my husband, I ask for help all the time. <laughs> all the time. And it's not a it's not a thing because like he already knows I'm going to ask for help when I need it. Um and that's why we work so well. Like if I need help with something here and in the house or with the kids, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Just flat out. Um I'm also really comfortable with asking for outside help in terms of like for instance I talked about yesterday we got the house cleaned. Thank God cuz I needed help with that. I don't like doing that. I don't want to do it. We need someone to help. <laughs> so um, asking for help is a good area for me in terms of my family. I think one thing that I need to work on is trying to ask for more help when it comes to my peer circles. Um, that's actually something I was thinking about this morning. You know, I think 
I'm in a position where I am able to help other women and other mothers, and it feels really good, but how often am I tapping into that same resource to ask for help that I need or ask for support? And so even last week, I'm thinking about how I'm, I'm working on doing it a little bit more. I was vocal with you all about wanting to have a VBAC and just needing to talk to people about that. And so many of you all reached out, which I'm very appreciative of, and I'm going to follow up. Um, but definitely wanting to just let people know like, hey, I need some support too. And, you know, I would love some support with trying to um, achieve this VBAC that I want. I'm going to need y'all support when I have two kids instead of one, because I don't know how that transition is going to go. There's a bunch of things that I, I feel like I could be more assertive and clear about in communicating my needs. So I'm working on that for my peers, but in my family, I feel like I do pretty well. So you all tell me how you're doing with asking for help. Let's see. Hey, Dr. Darrell, we got some people in. Um, hey, cousin. I got so many cousins, y'all, like <laughs> a lot of them. She said, I'm not a mom, but I'm trying to balance work and normal life. Work and school is consuming my life, especially during the pandemic. Ooh, yeah. I've been there, um, cousin, definitely. We should chat about that, actually, because I would say um, before I became a mom, that's where I was at, where uh, my focus was like work and school. And at that point, I was not good at balancing um, anything else because it was just like that was my my top priority and it's like pros and cons to it because I think it's allowed me to um, achieve a lot of things have a lot of success feel really good about where I'm at professionally but then also other parts really um, were compromised because of that so I hope that you're able to balance that out a little bit more and then Sarah saying an eight, work in progress again. Yes, girl, that's eight is good. Feeling confident and more willing to ask for help and communicating more in your marriage. I'm proud of you, girl. We're going to have to check in soon. Well, we will. We're checking in this week. But either way, I'm so proud of you for that. So we got mamas who so far are doing pretty well. We've gone through, what, four categories of our acronym so far. We've got four more to go. Again, for anybody who has just popped in or wondering what I'm doing this morning, um, we are doing a check-in. We're doing a check-in mostly for the mamas, but any women who want to come in, we're just trying to check in on balance. Um, there are eight really important things that mamas need to do in terms of achieving balance in work, motherhood, and wellness. And that's, and that's what we're working through. So we're doing a check-in, check-up, rating yourself on a scale of zero to 10 in these categories. If you can't stay for the live entire thing, I'm also recording this as a podcast episode. And that's new. I don't typically do this, but um, this episode will be up next week, episode 27. Okay. So let's move on to the fifth one. So this one, I call it never be afraid of change. Um, <laughs> and so I felt like this was important to add in in terms of achieving balance in motherhood, because with motherhood, there are so many transitions. Everything changes constantly. And it's because especially when our kids are young, our kids are growing so much, their needs are changing, but then also our, our homes are changing, our families are changing. If we have partners, relationships with our partners are changing, your identity is changing, like everything changes rapidly. And what I have noticed is that if we have fear about those changes or if we're not embracing those changes, then it we... Mm, it doesn't allow us to progress in the ways that we need to progress. And so I personally, 
am not good with change. I don't like change. I wish things would always stay the same. I could eat the same thing every day for 100 years. I could keep the same routine over and over again. <laughs> like that's just me, but I know that that's not feasible and it's not healthy, especially as I become a mom and um, to do all the things. And so for me, never being afraid of change, I would say I'm doing better, but I'm maybe at like a six. And so I think I personally am one where I have to constantly remind myself, like change is good. Change is good. It's okay to do something differently. It's okay if that thing yesterday doesn't look like it did today. It's okay if you have to do something. It's okay. So like, even for instance, I told you all, we've got a ton of transitionings happening in our family um, with moving and new baby, just all that, all of that has changed. And I am having to remind myself that initially this will feel like an adjustment. <laughs> initially it won't be comfortable, but I know that I will adjust just like I always have with anything in life. And so I'm at a six. I want you all to be rating yourselves on a scale of zero to 10. How does it feel? How are you doing with change? Um, are you afraid of change? Are you embracing change? Are you resisting changes that are happening? Think about it. All right, let's keep going. The next one, this one's super important. This one actually I've been thinking about a lot and I feel like I need to keep working on. Hold on, let me take a water break. Hmm. <laughs> okay, so this next one is community and motherhood. So if you are a mom and you're wanting to achieve better balance in your life, you absolutely need community. There's just no way around it. Um, community is important, and I started to realize it a lot more. One, when I became a mom, I realized like, damn, I need, I need women who know what's going on to connect with and tap into. But then also I started to really see it show up as I was working with moms in Balanced Working Mama. So initially with Balanced Working Mama, um, we did not have any groups. We didn't have anything that brought moms together. It was just them working with me one-on-one. -on -one. And that was great. <laughs> we got some good results. I was helping mamas, but I realized a lot of them are really struggling when it comes to social support and connection. And so if that's an issue, then... Me working with them one-on-one -on -one is not going to do it. And so that's how Empower Wellness Program was born. And it has been successful in helping to build community because even the mamas from our very first group in July, many of them still keep in touch with one another. And that is what community is. Um, a lot of our mamas who participate are interested in coming together in larger spaces to communicate with one another. And the retreat is one way that they're going to do that. A lot of my mamas who participated in the, in the Empower Wellness Program are coming to the retreat because they truly value that experience of being connected with other women. And I'm doing this because it's connection is so important. So I would say that this is something that I have always struggled with. And I, I blame my personality. <laughs> I blame all of that. And I think I'm learning that I personally have to be just really, 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 really intentional about connecting with my communities and my supports. And so... I am an introverted person, and so that leads me to believe that I um, 
need a lot more alone time than I probably do. I'm also, um, believe it or not, I'm, I'm somewhat shy um, in person. And so I tend to like, it's hard for me to connect sometimes. Um, also, I get a little anxious at times. Again, believe it or not, like I'm an introverted, shy, anxious person. And so that makes social connection somewhat hard for me sometimes. And so I have to push myself to be intentional about them so that they actually happen. So in rating myself today, I would say I'm probably doing about a six and I want it to be better. So I have spaces, communities and motherhood. Like for instance, I have Balanced Working Mama, but I also have other spaces that um, I personally can tap into when I really, really need. And I'm working to show up in those spaces a little bit more with my true vulnerable self and really asking for what I need. So for instance, just this morning, I have a group me that I've had with a group of about at least 10 women for almost two years because we created it because we all were pregnant at the same time when I was pregnant with my son. And so it's been so helpful for us because all of the milestones that our kids have experienced in the last two years, we're always in the group me like, girl, what do I do? Like, help me with this. I'm tired of my kid, like just whatever might come up. And so we've always done this in group me, but this morning I asked them, would you all be willing to just maybe do like a monthly Zoom, Zoom chat? We're all over the country. We've talked about one day all meeting up, but in the meantime, let's do some Zoom chats. Like let's take this a step further. And so I'm excited for that because I know that some of them are gonna be interested, but that's my way of being a little bit more intentional about the communities that I personally need as I help to build this community of Balanced Working Mama. So again, rate yourself. How do you think you're doing with community and motherhood? Because community and motherhood is so important. If we don't have it, there's no balance at all. So think about that. All right. So we left off at community and motherhood. So we're almost done. Actually, we have two more to go. So again, I want you to rate yourself between zero and 10 with zero being absolutely trash. You're doing absolutely terrible. And 10 being you're doing the best ever in these categories. So the next one is E, which stands for effective management of guilt and anxiety. So again, all of these things that we're talking about are needed in terms of achieving balance in your motherhood. So ask yourself, how am I doing with effectively managing my guilt and anxiety as a mom? For me, I would say, I think I'm doing pretty good. Like, I feel like I've always done well in this category. Um, I think I'm at like an eight when it comes to effectively managing my guilt and anxiety. I do think that me being a psychologist has a lot to do with that. Um, I was trained to know how to do this. That doesn't always mean, though, that psychologists and mental health professionals like just naturally are able to do it. I definitely have my moments where I'm tripping up because my guilt and anxiety are telling me things that are not really my lived experience. So I know for me, um, when it comes to motherhood, I'm, I'm doing pretty well with managing my guilt and anxiety. I'm pretty good at telling my guilt to shut the fuck up when needed. Um, I'm really good at telling myself that guilt wants me to believe that I'm doing something wrong when in reality I'm not. I'm really good at proceeding with the thing, even if I feel the guilt. And that's what I teach my mamas all the time. 
you're going to have guilt in motherhood. It's going to show up and show out all the time, but that doesn't have to stop you in your show. So a lot of my mama say, oh, I do want to leave the house. I do want to work out, but I feel so guilty like I should stay with my kids. And I'm like, let's think about this in context, right? Guilt is designed to make us believe that we're doing something wrong, but we know that it is not wrong to go work out. We know it's not wrong to go leave the house. (laughs) We know that it's not wrong to have time for yourself. We know that your children are taken care of. And so you have to remind yourself of the things that we know to be true because guilt will try to tell you otherwise. So that's how we manage guilt. Um, Again, if you want to know more about managing guilt, definitely go back to season one. I have a whole podcast episode on that. Um, Same with managing anxiety. Um, Anxiety leads you to believe that things are happening with your experience that may not be truly the reality. So I'm trying to think of an example. Um, hmm. I should have thought of examples before now. (laughs) But I know for me, my anxiety really shows up. um, Honestly, with Balanced Working Mama, you all know that I'm a new entrepreneur. Balanced Working Mama is something I've been working really hard at for a whole year. And even though it's been really great, it's been successful. We've helped a lot of mamas. I sometimes still have anxiety that what I'm doing is not good enough or um, I could be doing more. It makes me feel like I'm not doing a good job or I feel like I have a lot of worry of like, okay, well, this thing I'm creating, like the retreat, for instance, what if it's actually not as good as I think it's going to be? What if nobody wants to come? Like all of that is anxiety, all that excess chatter in your head. And again, for you, it might be about your kids. For you, it might be about your work. For you, it might be about your health, whatever it is, that excess chatter that's making you worry and have concerns. We have to put that in check because a lot of times what we realize is that these are just thoughts that are making us feel things that don't feel good. These are just thoughts, but our thoughts don't always mean that it's actually happening in this moment, right? So that's how we help to manage our guilt and anxiety. So I wanna ask you again, rate yourself, how are you doing with managing effectively your guilt and anxiety on a scale from zero to 10? With me, I think I said I'm at like a, I think I'm at like a seven and a half, mostly doing great in motherhood, but there's some work to do in terms of like how my anxiety shows up with work. Okay, y'all, we got one more and then I'm gonna let y'all go. We've got one more area to rate ourselves for with this check-in. And so this one is probably my favorite one. And I think this is also the one that like catches the mamas up a little bit. They be like, yo, you're yelling at me. I feel attacked and I don't like it, but it's all in love. (laughs) And so this last one is delegate and collaborate. Rate yourself on a scale of zero to 10. How well are you delegating certain tasks, whether it's in your home, your work, motherhood, whatever? How well are you delegating and collaborating with other people who can help you? I'll wait. I'm gonna let you sit on that. (laughs) How well are you doing? Um, For me, I think I am definitely doing pretty well with this, especially at home. Y'all know me, I will delegate something with the quickness at home when it comes to my home, my motherhood. Um, 
I'm fast to tell my husband, like, y'all don't want to do this. Can you do it? Or we work together to figure out, okay, well, who's going to do this and what's, what's going to happen? We work as a team because I never um, had a goal or a desire to do this alone at all. Um, I, I wanted to break that cycle or that habit, that idea, belief that mom has to be the keeper of all the things. Mom has to be the one to be responsible for it all. That's too much pressure for me. So I'm quick to delegate and collaborate at home for sure. Um, I'm also quick to, when I have the funds and the resources, to hire out, delegate some of this stuff to people that can come help me. Had my house cleaned yesterday. It was amazing. Got my laundry done just the other day. It was amazing. Um, Childcare. I know that that's a, a tough one in a pandemic, but um, if you feel safe to do so, do it. And I'm thinking even in the future, what are other ways that I can delegate? In my business, for instance, I have a lead um, intern who helps me tremendously. She's actually working on a balanced screener, just similar to this checkup that we can start to use with the mamas and mamas who attend the retreat will get to be the first ones to use it. Um, I also now have a VA. Y'all, <laughs> having her for the past month or so, bruh, helpful, helpful. So again, rate yourself, ask yourself, how well am I doing with delegating and collaborating when it comes to my work, my motherhood, my wellness, any area of your life where you might need some help? You don't have to do it alone. You don't have to do it alone. I know that there are a lot of pressures and factors that lead us to believe that we have to do it alone and or keep us um, in that same habit of not asking for the help that we need. But I want you to stop it today. Like discontinue with feeling like you have to be responsible for all the things because you do not. Um, just yesterday, I was talking to a mama and she was telling me how she's been wanting to have her house cleaned for over a year. But mom guilt and anxiety continues to keep her from it. And so I had to have a talk with her like, yo, do it. <laughs> um, do it safely, of course. But there's that guilt. Again, we just talked about the guilt will lead you to believe that you're doing something wrong every time. But there's nothing wrong with delegating some of the things that you need help with. And so I really encouraged her, like, if you want this, do it. Because no one's stopping you at this point but you. You know, if you're saying, hey, I want to ask for the help. I want to delegate this out, but I've, I've got some guilt and anxiety. No one is stopping you but you. And I think that's the thing that I really love about Balanced Working Mama is that we will push you and challenge you. Um, and it will feel uncomfortable, but rest assured that you will definitely leave the community, leave the program, leave the retreat feeling more capable because we've tested your limits a little bit. We've tested your comfortability a little bit. We've challenged you to do things differently. And now motherhood is going to look different. So that was our checkup, y'all. So what I encourage you to do is to go back to this acronym. Again, mamas who attend the retreat will have access to a special screener where they can do this on their own at any time. That same screener will probably be available for everyone else on my website later, but mamas at the retreat will get to have access to this um, for the very first time. But going through this balanced acronym and really thinking to yourself, how am I showing up in 
each component so that I actually can stay balanced. Really rate yourself on a scale of zero to 10, like zero being you're, you're doing terrible and 10 being you're doing the best that you can do and challenge yourself to be more intentional about it. So I really hope that that was helpful. Thank you all for sticking around and doing the check-in with me. Um, if you were not able to stick around on Instagram as long, luckily I've been recording this as a podcast episode. So you can check this episode out on Monday, February 15th. All right. Hey mama, I'm so glad you're listening to the podcast, but I also want to connect with you on social media. So be sure to follow me and Balance Working Mama on Instagram. You can find me at Dr. Amber Thornton. That's D-R-A-M-B-E-R-T-H-O-R-N-T-O-N and Balance Working Mama at Balance Working Mama. (laughs) B-A-L-A-N-C-E-D-W-O-R-K-I-N-G-M-A-M-A. Follow along, join in on the fun, but then also send me a DM to say hello. See you there. Hey, mamas. So I hope that you enjoyed that episode. Um, I know it was a little different. I was on IG Live, but we'll see if I do it again, I might start doing it a little bit more. Either way, I hope that you were really able to have a refresher for what it means to be balanced, but then also have a new way to really check in with yourself. So again, I strongly encourage you doing this weekly, monthly, um, do it frequently. And especially around moments of transition, really check in with yourself and go through all of those Ooh, excuse me, <laughs> go through all of those categories, really ask yourself on a scale of zero to 10, how am I doing with this? And if there's one where you feel like you might be below a five or really just needing more help, be very intentional. And that is our Balanced Working Mama reflection today. Intentionality. What I know to be true is that these things um, that we want in our life, developing or creating the life that we want, the experience that we want, we can't leave it up to chance. We can't. We have to be very intentional about how we want to curate our lives and these experiences and these feelings. You have to be intentional about it. So that means you're going to have to work. You're going to have to really think about it. You're going to have to do the work. Luckily, there is Balanced Working Mama community and Empower Wellness Program, our Balanced Working Mama retreat, to help support you in doing the work, giving you some tools and strategies for doing this work. But either way, you got to do the work. We have to be intentional about making these things happen, and it's even better with community and support. So that is what I want to leave you with today. Really think about how can you start to be more intentional with incorporating some of these balanced um, factors into your life, especially when it comes to your work, motherhood, and wellness. Nothing just happens. It takes work. It takes focus. It takes intentionality, and that's exactly what I've learned, but then also exactly what Mama who really tap into our community really learn as well. So how can you begin to become more intentional about what you want your life to look and feel like in motherhood? So sit with that, chew on that, feel free to reach out to me. Let me know what you're thinking. I'd love to help and support you, but either way, I hope you become more intentional. I hope that you continue to work on balance for yourself and I'll talk to you soon. (music) 
Hey mama, thank you for listening to the Balanced Working Mama podcast. If you love this podcast, please be sure to rate it and share it with another mama that you know. And don't forget to follow me and Balanced Working Mama on Instagram. I'll talk to you soon.